Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Um, we were talking about, have you seen the trailer yet for... Hey, we got to say who we're here with. We've got a very special guest. Fortune Fest. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm a big fan. Oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. You guys totally. are awesome. I'm yeah. a fan as well. I, oh, well, I, no big deal. Yeah. I showed your clip to someone I was, I've been going on dates with. I do that. I show oh. people that I think are like funny to when I first start dating someone to like suss out their sense of humor. Yeah. Yeah. And I showed her when I, I showed her your Conan set. They approved? She did, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yep, you got the I, lesbian approval. But it's, if they didn't, the one time the person didn't approve of when I was like, oh, these are some clips I think are funny, that person, I swear to God, turned out to be a Satan worshiper. Yeah, so, it happens. Time, it's, I, I felt I mean, very you have validated. so much chapstick I'm on your top over lip. here. My Accutane. <laughs> oh, yeah, Emma's, Emma's on Accutane, so her skin's dying. extra dry. Yeah, I, like, we, we met, I just went to the liquor store and had put the stuff over my face, so I had it on my hands when... I <laughs> just went to the liquor store. <laughs> That's, you bought <laughs> Carmex at the liquor store? I'm not doing well. Because we had, <laughs> yeah. that's where we had, I could go to get the lipstick. You're holding, I'll tell I'm you to describe Emma real quick. And then we're going to, uh. Emma's holding Carmex, a giant bottle of water, mm. coffee, and her cell phone. Like the biggest bottle of water I've ever seen. Because I had to buy something so I could get the Carmex. I oh, spent 10 bucks. During my liquor store yeah. visit. <laughs> <laughs> Ma'am, don't you want to buy any liquor? No, no, just water. Just Carmex and, and water. Because <laughs> the fucking uh, but Accutane it makes your lips dry, and also I have to take a test that says I'm abstinent because it's homophobic over there. Wait, oh, what? what? Yeah, I don't. I, I you have to take this test that says that you won't get pregnant because it'll cause complications to the baby. So I was like, yeah. I'm not at a risk for getting pregnant. And they're like, okay, well, you have to prove you're on birth control or take a vow of abstinence. Just write lesbian. And I said, I was like, I'm gay. It doesn't apply to me. And they said, well, you never know. And I was like, no, I, I promise you, <laughs> I know. And they were like, they each month to get my pills, I have to take an abstinence test. Isn't that fucked up? Oh, wow. I know. That's... And I failed the test one time, too. How? I mean, what is that test? What is that test? The How test... do you even prove that? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Someone stick a finger somewhere? <laughs> when I called the customer service, is I was like. not a yes or no question? <laughs> it's very invasive. <laughs> I called the customer service and I was like, look like. Customer service? They, I called and I was like, this is homophobic. What? And they were like, you know. Ma'am, we return. This is Target. We return. <laughs> <laughs> well, the guy basically said that he was like, you know, I'm not like in a position to like change this. Yeah, I was like, I get it. It's the 1 800 number. It was the 1 800 number because I was like, I don't know how. It was after I failed the test. The test will be like. You failed it. I failed the test. And Ow. I, you have been absent. <laughs> it said, to prove you're absent, it said questions like, if there's like, if you take your birth control, but then, you know, you're, there's pre-cum, like how much oh something, God. I don't know the answer to these questions. Wait a minute. Do you take birth control? No. And are you encountering pre-cum anywhere? <laughs> no. I, I, who who I, wouldn't I, care? I said who I, is encountering pre-cum the, anyway? What me, is, what is pre-cum? Pre-cum. Uh, Before pre it. Comes. So it's almost like a guy's version of getting wet. Oh, like the the penis will like release a, almost like lube. It's a called pre cum. You oh. sometimes some guys like my ex boyfriend, not KK everyone. My other ex boyfriend <laughs> leaks like a faucet. Oh my god! How do I not know about pre cum? I'm mm -hmm. a gold star, so yeah. I don't. You never know. had a boyfriend. Never too. had a boyfriend. Uh, no. no boyfriends in high school. No, so I missed out on pre cum. I gave a blo you're, bunch of blowjobs in you high get school. <laughs> I know a lot of lesbians that were like uh. big blowjob givers. <laughs> I don't understand. That seems like it would be worse than sex. I really I'd, didn't want to have. I, would pr I prefer blowjobs sometimes. Giving blowjobs. Yeah, you don't. Well, I don't. Yeah, 
I don't know, know, though. I would think that giving a blowjob would be more Work. to it than just just laying there. <laughs> well, if you bottom, the only, <laughs> the only truth of bottoming is you got to make sure the, the hallways are clean and that you, you ate well that day. Well, that's, that's, that's for you, yes. So, for yeah. you. It's a whole thing. It's a whole, oh, it's a, oh my God. It's a whole, like, it's a, it's a dance. So you have to really know that that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Preps. And Preps. So, and sometimes guys will be like, I don't even care. I'm like, yeah, but I do. Like, yeah. we don't need a mudslide. I can't right. deal oh with that God. kind of embarrassment. You know, I need some dignity before I leave so this hookup. Are you telling us that you're a bottom? He's oh, a bottom. I'm a bottom. And know you got to feel I sexy. I like topping, but one, I'd probably come too quickly because oh. it feels too well, good. Well, that's why you got to practice. And then two, I don't have top energy. I don't mm. have that, like, oh. take it. Okay. You know, if you were a guy. Or you're a pe- all like, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> And they're just like, oh, you're a bottom. Yeah. If you were a guy, there's would no you be way. a girl? Oh, sorry. Oh, no. I was, she's right. I'm just saying there's no way I'm that, that me singing to the birds in the morning is going to be like, <laughs> take it. Now I know why you're getting so popular on Instagram. Hey. All those naked photos and they know you're a bottom. Oh, sure. my God. And you're funny. Like, oh. And speaks a bunch of languages. I put all my paintings up on Instagram. And they get like one like, and then I put like me next to a pool, and it's like <laughs> the gay guys are like, "Uh, can you get rid of that creative stuff? What is that a drawing? <laughs> you care about something? Get it out of here!" You know, it's true. Well, if you were a guy, so would you desperate. be a gay guy? You if, think? If I was, I would love to be a gay guy. Because I was thinking about that. If I were a guy, if I was like a penis man, yeah, then I would be a gay one. Yeah, I wouldn't be a. I wouldn't. I can't picture myself being like any combination of straight. I'd but be a gay guy. But, but I would want to be a very attractive, very fit gay guy. Absolutely. Otherwise, God bless you. Sure. I'm so sorry for all that you have to go through. Totally. Because the world is not none. the world's not nice to you if you're a but non-attractive the, there, gay guy. There is a world of bears. Like my buddy John is into. He's so into like he loves fat. He just loves <laughs> fat. Oh, it's yeah. like a whole thing. There's I know like guys fetish. that are. I know that really super good looking guys that are young and they're like love daddies. Right. They want like Methuselah yeah. on top of them. Mm-hmm. They I, want like yeah. <laughs> yeah, they love them, and I'm. I mean. To each their own. Good for you. Well, there's all these memes on Instagram where it's like, there's like a super hot guy with sunglasses mm-hmm. and he's like on a yacht and then they zoom in on the glasses <laughs> and it's an old man taking the picture like, don't forget. <laughs> that is so funny. I it's showed Mateo true. a picture of Mateo to some gay guys and they were like, ooh, daddy. They thought he was a daddy. Oh, okay. And I said, no, I don't think he's a daddy. I don't I'm think a he's mother. a daddy. Yeah, I don't think he's a... I would, but I would <laughs> like to... We were just talking... I would. I think it'd be fun to be a gay guy daddy for yeah. a little bit, you know? Well, uh, Emma says... If, if you're she... not good looking, you at least need to have money. Right. Oh, Fuck. that goes without question. No. Qu- no So question. much pressure. Yeah. yeah There's stipulations. Pressure being a gay man. I'm glad I'm a lesbian because I just have to have a good personality. That's Amen. true. That's what I always Amen. say. I have a whole joke. I'm like, lesbians, because I love lesbians. I think yeah. they, they rule the world. And I'm like, Aww. pride should be, <laughs> I also have a lesbian impression, but um, pride oh, should yes, be, very good. instead of like jock straps and drag queens, it yeah. should be two middle-aged lesbians paying their mortgage on time. Because <laughs> that's what pride is. That is. Yeah. Being Lesbian, responsible adult. Lesbians yeah. make me nervous sometimes. Like not Now I feel like I've come to peace with it, but when I used to see a lot of lesbians at shows, I'd be like, oh God, like, I don't know if it was because I cared more what they thought or I uh-huh. felt like they would just like see through me or I wasn't going to give them what they wanted, but lesbians used to make me so 
nervous. I can understand because sometimes they're the ones with their arms crossed. Yeah. Not having a good time. Especially the man ones. I would notice like they yeah. would be like not friendly. The like they'd be like, What's the the, man they, they would be more hostile. And that's why when I meet a friendly man one, I'm like elated. You know, it took lesbian audiences a little while to embrace me at first. It took gays for me too. Yeah. Before yeah. I was like, you know, doing stuff when I would do gay shows around the city. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It was like, because I because my comedy's a little silly, it's not I don't have like a cause. I'm not like fighting for rights during my set. I'm just trying you're to make lovable. people laugh. Yeah. You know? Yeah, you're like a lovable muppet. At, at first they were just like, mm, no thanks. But now now they've come around and we're all having a great time. Yeah. Because yeah. I've opened for you a bunch now. Mm-hmm. And your audiences are the best. Yeah, well now it's a nice mix. And yeah. I like that. I like performing for all kinds of people. Straight, gay, whatever. Different backgrounds. Totally. It, it's more fun that way. I think so totally. too. When you get a room full of just like mixed Mm-hmm. Well, then you people. don't have to run the risk of like pandering to something too, because then it can, yeah. like, can slip into. I mean, almost the reverse of that is there's a room in Vegas that we'll both do, and that's like the opposite of. It, it feels like it's all the, it's all one thing, but it's all like conservative, angry people. Oh, really? So, sometimes yeah. I think about Ellen, the joke Ellen made, where she was like, her here and now special, where she was like. She's like, she made one gay joke. She's like, that's my obligatory gay joke. I have right. to make the joke. Otherwise, what happened to our leader? Where's our leader? <laughs> yeah. She's yeah, like, but seriously, funny. though, if you hear, you're probably gay. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> yeah. I don't know. We we're, we met each other in Aspen. I was going to ask. Yeah. How did you guys yeah, meet? Yeah, no. that's right. I had known about you for a while. I've known about you forever. And uh, I, I, I loved you on Chelsea Lately. Oh, thank you. And my favorite was when you and Heather and everyone would do sketches. Yeah. Like one time you guys did a sketch, it was The Real Housewives. Uh-huh. And it was so... You, I watched one of I watched the outtakes. I think. Oh and really? You guys just looked like you were having so much fun. You were laughing so hard you couldn't get through it. We laughed every day, all the time, because we were doing ridiculous things. They would let us do whatever we wanted. That's so we, great. You essentially had this big platform where you got to like wear ridiculous outfits and be these crazy characters, and we. I don't know. Was, I don't think we knew what we had when we were there. Yeah. But, you know, once it's gone, you're just like, totally. I was laughing every day. Right. Yeah. It was just nice but to be in a room full of comedians. You still keep in touch with everyone pretty mm-hmm. much, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a tight-knit group. I mean, I came in, they were maybe like two and a half years into the show when I came in. So they were like already tight-knit. And it was a tough nut to crack yeah. at first. Like, I can be fairly shy in the beginning. And so people were just like, what is Fortune's deal? Because I kind of kept to myself. But I then, totally relate to that. Yeah. Sometimes when I go into something, I'll kind of just, I don't know, because it's like you don't want to intrude or you want to mm. respect the space. Or you're just trying to feel it out. Yeah. And then people be like, I thought you were shy. And I'm like, no, I'm not, I'm not shy. I just Yeah, I you're know. just kind of like letting people, you don't want to like infringe upon exactly. their thing, you right. know? But then, like, I get kept getting put in tons of sketches by Chelsea and stuff. So everyone's kind of like side eyeing me, like, "Who's this?" Right. <laughs> yeah. But then I, eventually, we all just like got super tight. And of course, it was wonderful. I remember I was like a new comic when that show was a hit, uh-huh. yep. and so I was just doing open mics, and I wanted so bad to be on the panel I, to just sit and make jokes. See, you would have been perfect for it. That was the the the, the bummer of is that I knew like up and comer. People at that time were up and comers and they were so funny. And I'm like, oh, they would be so amazing. But like, it's, you know, it's a perfect it's, It was a show. hard show to get on at the time. Yeah. Yeah. And there'll, I, there'll be other. 
but yeah. I, hopefully although they haven't created that same because that part of it too is like when you do stuff that's like character driven like that it's so important to have that mix of people that actually do seem like they're having fun yeah because there's so many recreations of the same thing but it doesn't work because it's not uh-huh. it's got to be the right people I know but the show was so genius in the sense that like one Chelsea gave almost it wasn't a letterman Stephen Colbert I, her monologue was like one line and then boom you're sitting down <laughs> right yeah. and it was very like look I'm doing this let's get this over with but it had that it's like that weird balance that Chelsea can do where it's Mm. like, I don't want to be here, but like, we're all going to have a great time. (laughs) Totally. And so everyone's having a great time. You know what I mean? I don't want to be here, but let's do this. Yeah. But but like she, it was so fun to watch. And then she clearly was friends with all of you guys. Like Mm -hmm. if it was like you and Lonnie love and like, it just was so fun to watch you guys as friends just bitch about celebrities. (laughs) And then you did like a six or seven minute interview Uh and then there was a sketch and the show's done. It really was a genius show in that way where it just was like, gives you so much fun in one small episode. Yeah. It's like a fun burst. And no one has filled that type of show since. No one. Because what's different about it too is that all the writers were on the round table and then they had the same people you know, cycling in and out every two or three weeks. So you were always seeing the same people. Whereas like other like shows like, like Bill Maher, it's never the same people. Mm -hmm. It's like three people who don't know each other are talking with him. Right. Right. There's something different when everyone's friends and everyone's laughing and having a good time. You feel like you're a part of something. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I would get excited if it's like, Oh my God, Ross Matthews is on. Uh Oh my God. Fortune. Oh my God. Guys. (laughs) Oh my God. Lonnie Love. Yeah. Ross was on for a a long, he was on on the panel, the whole run. I've only seen clip like online, like, the sketches online. Yeah, from, I probably never watched a full episode, which I should do. I've never met Ross. We've just followed you each haven't? other. But I'm dying to meet. You'll him. meet him this week. That you'll meet him when you drag hunt. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. If I, oh, but yeah. I wouldn't know him. I wouldn't know how to. He you wouldn't. just have to just go up to him. Yeah, pop you in. So? I promise you, he's the nicest guy. He's uh, he's like uh, from heaven. He's wow. like he's the best. Heaven. He's the best. I but love I'm telling him. you, he will be so excited to meet you. Yeah, who doesn't want to hear that too? We yeah. all we you follow know. each other on social media, yeah. but that you know, just I don't go, know. That's like, just go, hey, I'm Mateo. Hey, yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> be like Mateo. He I'm was a... so funny on the Tonight Show. With... I never yeah. seen him on that either. Oh, where have was... you been? I don't know. Yeah, like, Emma. Under a gay rock. I know. I gotta. I'll watch it. I'll Google it. Oh, Google. What did he do in the Tonight Show? He, he was, was the intern. Like, uh, ah. yeah, Ross, the intern. He went. He did like Man on the Street stuff. That sounds kind of familiar, actually. Where he would go like ask people questions and, and stuff. Okay, I can kind of place that. I didn't realize that was him. And he got that that he had. You know, he was such a character because he had this high voice, and he was so unapologetic about who mm. he was, and genuinely, genuinely funny. Yeah, funny, 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 funny. He's a funny guy. I what? met. Chelsea Handler one time. Yeah, how did that Same. go? Same, I met her everyone, too. Everyone has a different story. I met her one time and it was at, we were at the cellar and I just done like an early show. I uh-huh. think I'd done the seven o'clock show and uh, I remember like, and Dave Patel asked me, he's like, how were they? They were tight for me. I was like, I mean, I, I felt the same, but I I was putting it on myself and, uh-huh. he was, and he was like, let's talk about it. So we went to the beginning, like we went to the, near the entrance and we were sitting there and then Chelsea came in with two of her friends and uh-huh. saw Dave and I didn't recognize her. I yeah. just thought I knew her. So she was like, hey. And she said hi to him. And then she said, good to see you. And I said, oh, good to see you too. And then I was like, where do I know this person from? Where do I know this person from? And then she sat down and I realized who it was. And I said, oh, actually, I'm sorry. We haven't met. And then she was <laughs> she was like, I think we have. Yeah. 
And I don't know why I didn't just go, oh, you're right. I'm sorry. You're I like, I need to get to the bottom of this. I said, oh, no, I actually don't think we, that we have. And then she was like, I think that we have. And I was like, I- I'm actually positive we haven't. I just recognized you from TV and then Emma. I placed it. And then she goes, <laughs> and then she goes, I was being friendly about it. But she was, and she was like, no, I think that we've met. She's like, Ellen. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, exactly. Justin she's Bieber, like, Nick Cannon. She's like, I love your show. Right, right. That's Why like, aren't you dancing right, right now? I'm like, I'm not Ellen. She's like, I gotta go. Oh my God. But then I was like, I don't think so. And she was like, maybe. And then David Tell was like, I gotta go. And then God. he left and I ended up talking to her and her two friends for a minute. And she said something about she was looking at buying an apartment in New York. And for some fucking reason, I said, Oh, there's really good deals on the Upper East Side right now. Yeah. And she said, oh, that's good to know. It's good to know. (laughs) Let me give you some financial advice here. And then when I left, I was like, (laughs) why did I say, why was I telling her fucking deals on the Upper East Side? I don't know if money's tight for you right now, but uh, there's some good deals (laughs) going on. The the Upper East Side. She has like a Netflix show. (laughs) She had the E show. She's like, I'm not looking for I don't even know if that's true. Like, I knew that was like true for renting like three years ago. It's for like a studio apartment. Yeah, I don't know what I was. But it was a nice uh, interaction. And then the waitress came over and she said, I'll have some tequila. And then she said, I'll have some tequila and then and put it on me. And the waitress was about to say, and who are you? But then she looked at her and went, oh, <laughs> and then went and got the manager. And then uh-huh. the manager came over and was like, do you want to go on? And Chelsea said no. And then her and I talked for a minute. Who was the manager that night? Quitting Val? comedy. Um, or Liz. It was Liz. Love Liz. Was it a while Love ago? Val. A year ago? It was about a year ago. Oh, okay. Yeah. And she said she was like, I thinking like, no, I don't do I quit stand up or something. And I was like, I get it. Like, I, yeah. I say that all the time. Yeah. She doesn't you know? love stand up. Yeah. I, when I did my first late night set at Seth Meyers, yeah, she was the other guest. Oh so yeah, she was right across the hall from me, and it's just she's so like she's exactly what she was like on the E show. Yeah, she's right. Very like came in like boisterous. You know, she was like, "Is this my room?" And then she's like, "All right." And then she came in. She had like these gay guys doing her makeup. She's uh-huh. like, "Close that door!" And then they close the door, and but in like not in a mean way. Yeah. Just like, yeah, that's Chelsea just being who she is. Yeah. And then I went up. And performed, and then it was so funny because um, Senator Chuck Schumer was there. Oh my god! And he was the other guest, and he came up to me. He's like, "You had a very nice set. <laughs> like he was like this <laughs> nice old Chuck. man, like very good. I good enjoyed job. your set." And then I was standing right next to Chelsea. I mean, like an inch away from her, and she she said nothing. Oh, I said nothing. No, I was like, I'm not gonna even yeah. say anything. I, I just I get that energy at right. like 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 she's, she's prepping for her she, something. Yeah, mm-hmm. so I yeah. just was like quiet. I looked. I turned. I went from a guest on the show to an intern. <laughs> I just stood there Aww. quiet. Did you need anything? Oh, I love her. I, I wish I had been there. I would have bridged that gap. Oh, I mean, she seemed great. I yeah. I loved watching just like how she. Yeah. And she's a star. She's great. She's awesome. She created something super cool. She gave so many of us opportunities, and she's just a big presence. I'm glad she's doing this tour right now. She's found a way to do live shows without having to do like stand up. Ex- stand up. Yeah, that's awesome. And because people love seeing her live. Right. She was great on the right. Breakfast yeah. Club. Oh, she was on I didn't listen to that. I would like to listen to that, too. Yeah, she was great. I would like to listen to that, too. I heard her on Stern. (laughs) 
So how are you doing? What's going on with you? Talk about Drag Race because a lot of our listeners watch that show. And Do and they now? They're gonna want to know like the backstory. Actually, I have questions for you. Okay, good. And I want to hear about the whole thirty. Okay, because I want to try that. We're gonna get to so many things. We have Please. so much to get to, but we have to go. Bye. No. <laughs> um, when you do drag, because you've done it twice now or yeah, three times. Twice. twice. Now. Um, when you go there, like wh- first of all, like just t- t- take me through the day. What's the dressing room like? What do okay. they prep you with? And then what's Rue like? And then how long are you filming for? Like I just okay. want to know everything. So like just the panel, like not even the sketch that you did. Okay. Well, the panel. I'm trying to think. The pa- so I've done the panel twice now, and you get there, and they you like bring your suit or dress or whatever they they because everyone dresses up, <clears throat> they want you to look nice, and they have, you know, that bright light lighting, so it's fun to like wear colors. It's a place where everyone's wearing something funky and crazy. You get into the. <laughs> oh my hit, god! I keep was, hitting the. Oh, know, it, well, it keep, sounds insane here. I, know, I was doing. Like I kept doing that too. Gong, boom. Like, boom. The That's first time it happened, Ru enters. <laughs> I thought she was doing a sound. Mateo said something about a pimple, and then we heard this like, boom. I thought no, I was, keep hitting yeah, this as I, I, I talk with my hands. Me too. Oh, yours too, which is so funny because no. this one doesn't do it. I was sitting there before, and I kept doing the same thing. <laughs> so, anyway, the, actually, we do have a person here with a giant gong. gong. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just sit here gong. like this. So you get there, and you walk into your dressing room, and the best part about doing the drag race is they have a ton of swag nice. that they give you if you do the show. Work. Like like nothing you've ever seen. Like Ooh. like just piles of it. Uh so like oh, tons of cosmetics obviously. Nice. Tons of snacks. Health booty beauty products. And booty products. And <laughs> booty products. Uh you know, bathrobes. Ooh. Liquor. You like you literally have to get a giant. They bring you a giant box to carry this stuff out. So that's real fun. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, that's and nice. then um, but they film the show. They film your episode like an, a year in advance. Mm-hmm. So it's like you're dying to like post <laughs> like look at all this cool stuff, but you can't. You're like I'll take a picture and in a year maybe I'll post right. it and then you forget like about it. it and be yeah, like, I'll come back to that. Um, so then you meet the other judges and, um, they tell you like, um, when you're, when you're just judging, you're only judging them on the runway. Right. Uh, so you're basically going to be judging their looks and stuff. They usually show you what the, um, challenge was. So you, they sit you down with like an iPad that shows you how everyone did in the challenge. So people will get, you know, upset with judges both the 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 ones that are there every week and the guest judges being like, how could you guys pick so and so? They have been so bad in the last. Cu- we don't know. Right, you're a, judging on that particular. Yeah, you're yeah. only judging on that. You have no idea if that person has killed it. They could have been like had six amazing episodes where they killed it, but if they that suck in this one thing, it. that makes a lot of sense that they do it like that. So each thing yeah. can kind of stand on its own. Yeah. So you have. So you're. I mean, the you know, Rue and Michelle and them, they know, but we, no, and no one tells you. No one says, like, anything about the contestants. You don't know who's in it, because they're very secretive about who's in the, um, who's in the show. Like, like, even crew, they're not allowed to, like, mingle mm. with the contestants. It's all very, everyone's sectioned off. I so not, that's the real deal, then. Yeah, keep you it, can't talk it. to the girls, you can't meet them I only got to meet them because I did this time I did a challenge mm. otherwise I would have not gotten to meet them like sometimes they'll 
some of them know you from something and they'll kind of like wave or <clears throat> say hi, but that's it. No one's it's it is very um uh secretive yeah. uh and sectioned off, but uh then you watch that whatever that challenge was, you take notes on everybody's performance and what you thought. Then do they teach you how to like have that criteria? They just say like I'm they just I mean because it's been on most people have watched it right who come on so you kind of know what they're looking for if not they'll just be like you know here are the things that like mean walk. do they have writers for you because when they walk down the runway those jokes are pop, 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 yeah pop, pop, no pop. writers oh that means I mean Carson and Matthew have such or Ross Matthews have such quick... it com- it does come to you I mean maybe I don't. Well, yeah, because you don't know what they're going to be wearing. Right. So you don't mm. see. You, they you, do two walks, right? They yeah, go two twice. walks. How long does it take from beginning to, like, when they when you sit down, <clears throat> when they come down the runway and do their mm-hmm. walks? I mean, you have you were episode six, I think. So there's at least, mm-hmm. like, ten girls there. So you have yeah. to watch 20. Yeah, it goes pretty fast, I feel like, though. They're not, like, you know, they come down, they walk to one side, walk to the other side, come back to the middle, go back. It's fairly quick. Yeah. Do you get nervous for the contestants? No, not. I would during the challenge more so than the runway. You get nervous for them when they do their. They have to lip sync for their life, uh, which is it must be intense in person. <sighs> yeah. Well, it's. Yeah, it's all very. You kind of forget the stakes, right? When because you're, you're in this like small studio in like the valley or somewhere, right. you know. So right. you, you forget about how big the show is. All these girls are like unknowns. No mm-hmm. one knows who they are yet. It's all you're not thinking about the the gravity of it sure. until you start seeing them limit like put people in the bottom. Then you're like, oh god, yeah, that's right. Like this yeah. is right. a big deal. It's yeah. life. What's and Rue like when you when she sits? Down, does she come in at the same time or she comes in? You meet her before you start judging. She well, it takes her six hours to get in drag. Yeah, I've been told. Woo. Oh, um, she looks wow. In. Yeah, Six unbelievable, hours. incredible. Rue is a handsome man and mm-hmm. a beautiful yep. woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like six both hours. ways. Six I hours. What we would all look like if we did think, like prep for something for six hours. Well, I mean, also too, I mean, like you know, she's Raja. I think does her makeup. I forgive me if I'm wrong. And someone else hours. does her wig. And you know, I'm sure they go back and forth on the mm-hmm. look and what it's going to look like and this and that. And and Rue dresses up one day for that. Yeah. Just I mean, right. he's himself. Throughout mm-hmm. the show, but then when it's you know time to do elimination day, you're just yeah. like a dragon. He, he's, he's the mother, so he's right. got to look the best. <laughs> yeah, he comes out, and usually they do. Well, they have the judges for promos walk the runway, and so, so you had to walk the runway. I had to walk. The oh, I would love to. Like, how do you do that? They what just do turn do? the music on, and you, and just, you just go, go like, out. Yeah. yeah, you do it twice as well. Nice. And then Rue comes out, and Sashay. super lovely, so nice. And you line up. You all take a picture. And then you go to the judges' seat. Then they do where Ruse like introduces you, and all the judges say like, "Ruse says this is a hot southern," you know. And then you're like, "That's ah, because I'm blah." And, <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. And and you know the they'll tell you like, "Oh, she's gonna say this," and then you have a few minutes to think of a something to say back. So you mm-hmm. do have some plans, but no one's writing you anything. Um, and then the. Girls do the start doing the walk, uh, the walks and stuff, and um, they do it twice. So I was nervous about the jokes part of that, 
And somehow it works. I don't know how. Mm. The girls start walking and like Rue will say a joke. Michelle will say a joke. And you would think you would step on each other more, but somehow it just you kind of know. And you just say like whatever, you know, like Vanjie's outfit looked like. It didn't make the cut, but I said something about it looking like Deadpool. <laughs> and you're like, oh, there's, you know, Deadpool meets Rapunzel or something. And you just just say things. Right. But the beauty of it is they edit it. So right. if you say something that's not funny, probably won't Take make it, it. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone just each time says a new comment. I heard Rue can't turn right or left because she's so taped <laughs> up. Yeah. So she's always like kind of looking to the right or the left, but it's, she keeps yeah. it very like uh, straight. You know, she's on. so statuesque. I mean, she looks like a goddess. Yeah. It all works for the for the the look and the show. And um, then. They, God, I'm trying to think. It's hard to remember the actual day because it was a year and something ago. I know. Um, who were you? Who were you guest judges with the first time around? Um, Tamara Braxton. Oh yeah, is Tamara that how you Braxton. Say it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah, she's one of the Braxton Tony Braxton. Oh, Tony Braxton's sister. Is it Tamara? Is it what is she do? Tamara. I'm gonna Google her right now. I, I didn't think. know Tony Braxton's sister. I had. Uh, you should get the whole Braxton Family Values show. And, 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 and I did Ross see some of that. There. I love him. And this time it was me, Cheyenne Jackson, and Natasha mm. Leon. I have got to find a way on that show. I need to become famous so I can be a guest judge. That's the all. That's all that's I want. That's your goal. I want. Yes, I want to be famous enough that I can sit on that and make puns with them. <laughs> yes. I wanted to get it, it. I was just thinking recently that I would like to get it and the only way someone would care about this is if I made it entertainment would be I'll do a show where like a couple friends, my mom and maybe a couple exes find me a wife and then I'll marry them sight unseen. But, oh, like, sight unseen. They, they'll go on the dates for me and then my mom and the exes what and everyone are you, Joe Millionaire? <laughs> well, I gotta, I gotta like, you know what I mean? And then they, and then they find so me So you want wife. the bachelorette for you? Yeah, but then I'll, I'll sight unseen, like arranged. You don't want to marry someone sight unseen. I don't know. Because it'd be my mom on it, so my mom be like, is she nice? And then I'd have a friend that like made, seated with someone that were like compatible sexually and then- Oh, your friend's like, uh, how are you in bed? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us my about your- like, <laughs> but are you more of a bottom uh, in bed or a top in bed? And then I'll marry Emma likes him. bottoms. And I'll marry that motherfucker. You like bottoms? I like I like I think ultimately if I was gonna be with someone a long time I would like someone that's more versatile but definitely more like submissive. Oh, I like okay. but no, and the rest of my life I'm very like kinda like whatever, like I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then usually sexually I like someone that is more submissive. You'd like to be the boss. But I like it when someone can be like playful too. Uh huh. You know? You ladies heard it here first. Ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, just got, I was dating an art therapist for a long time. An art therapist? Yeah. What is that? Man, she's a therapist <laughs> who is specially trained to work in art. So, like, if you were, like, talking and then you couldn't, you're like, I, I, I just, I, she'd be like, well, why don't you? And then she'd give you, like, drawing prompts. Uh -huh. And then she'd be like, well, when okay. I talk about, when you talk about your father, what did that make you feel? Yeah. And say you'd do, like, a bunch of red or something. And be like, are you mad at your dad? Oh, or something. Okay. I'm kind of paraphrasing it. She would decipher it, but, yeah. things. At she the end, she's great. like, you're just a bad artist. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, oh. I do. I write my name. She's like, you're bipolar. What? Fuck. But, you <laughs> know. That didn't work out. Didn't work out. But so now I, I got to get make it enough so if someone finds me a wife. So you're single now is what you're saying. Yeah. We're both But I got to work on myself a lot. Oh. I have to Wait, work on I myself. knew that. You think you told I me. I think it happened last time I saw you. Yeah. I don't want to break taste your girlfriend's name. I don't know if it's like. It's your what fiance. Thing. Oh, Jax. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I don't know if it's. I don't know if it's like a. Oh yeah. Secret. We I mean, you guys are on Instagram together. I started stuff. a podcast too, and she's been doing it with me. So before she was a little more reserved, and because she's doing that with me now, she's like a 
you know, not being as shy. Right. I fucking love her. She's awesome. She's funny. You guys are cute. She's Thanks. funny, funny, you guys funny. Are cute. And it's good when someone inspires you to want to be like healthier too. Yeah. Like that's not, because you have to like, kind of like, trust them to be like to like absorb someone telling you to make changes yeah i talk about it in my stand-up set right now where i say (laughs) that jacks did inspire me to get healthier and that like you know you want a partner when you're settling down at least you want a partner who does that like sure you know in your 20s you want to be with someone who's just like you're perfect (laughs) and you're like great i'll never change and then when you're settling down, you want someone who's like, do you need to eat two pieces of cake for breakfast? <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was a good idea. <laughs> but no, I don't need two pieces of cake. She wants you to live. Yeah, That's she does. Thing. Like, we don't, I don't want you fucking, we don't want you to die. She does. It really, we looked at our, we got engaged a while ago. <laughs> We're in no rush. We looked at our engagement photos individually, not about each other. Right. But I was like, oh my God, I've gotten so fat (laughs) i mean i'm always big i'm always gonna be big but i was like fucking fat i was like you have got to reel it in and then she on her own looked at herself and was like you're so fat oh man so we both looked at what was supposed to be the happiest day of our lives being like you're so fucking fat and that really was what inspired us and then the whole had you have you heard of the whole 30 no. It's like clean. It's like a thirty day reset, clean eating. Mateo just works out like four hours a I day. Know. Yeah, what? <laughs> have you seen his pictures of him when he was little? No, he, it's pretty skinny. amazing. Really? Do you yeah, still I, have him online? You said your yeah. sister helped transform oh, your yeah, body. Oh yeah, my right? sister is like she's. I can't even handle her. Man, your sister must know what she's doing because your doing. your she's, body's ridiculous. Jacked. She's a world champion IFBB pro. She's like a fitness guru. Yeah, that's amazing. This is what I looked like when I was 24. So it's inspiring because oh, you can see. Because sometimes you forget when you see like a oh finished product like God. this, you forget that it was actually created. You're you like know what I mean? Little twink. Oh, a little twink. A little twink. I was a twink. So skinny. There's not one muscle on you. No. But you're like so like cut. Jack. Yeah. It's so crazy. Although I went to, for, I made a mistake. I went to West Hollywood Equinox today. Oh. And it's everyone. Oh, you is could hold like, your own. Well, no. You could hold your own. 100%. Yeah, I mean, first of all, I, you might look, have body dysmorphia. Oh, you for could sure. totally hold your own. I just didn't think and that many good you. people existed in oh, one in that, place. In that gym, yes. We saw Tay Diggs. I w- we did. You, oh, yeah. We saw Tay Diggs. I thought you said for a second, we saw tan dicks. <laughs> we did. And I was like, oh, we saw tan dicks. cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We saw tan digs. I, saw tan digs. I, I went to that Equinox once with someone who was a member, and they were like, oh, they teach um, like fun hip hop classes. Oh, God. <laughs> or brought like any dance class. And they're like, do you want to go? I was like, I guess. Sure. <laughs> I, I like dancing. But, you know, most places it's like, you know, and a one, and a two, and an arm over here, and reach to the sky, <laughs> and turn around, dip, and now we're good. I can do that. Yeah. That sounds fun. This was like... It does actually sound great. This was like Broadway level. It's like... Turn and turn and... And I was like... And stretch, and go, and move, and run, and bone. I started laughing... 
hysterically and I eventually just like saw my way to the side like, and watched that. I was like I can't I can't I can't I never do classes I, I want them to intimidate they by have them, to say beginner also, they have to say something's beginner yeah. too well yeah they I don't do think say be- I don't think beginner exists at that gym I don't think it does either because I did a yoga class and it fucked me up really? she was having you hold the moves for like three minutes and I started cracking and she said three what? minutes it was so long and when she went by me and she said I'm getting bad energy from that one and that was me fuck her <laughs> she must have felt me be like Ugh. what do you mean bad energy bad You're energy bad energy yeah, yeah. Bitch. she looked me and the girl it was like you know it is what it is what a horrible thing to say to yeah, someone bitch a, I'm already here I'm insecure I'm, I'm surrounded by people so that I can learn how to do this you're calling me an it- Oh, oh and you're and you're skinny. If I had gone, it would have been like I'm <laughs> sensing a lot of issues here. <laughs> I was overweight as a kid. I was a, I was big. I was really, really? overweight kid. Yep. Yeah, I was too. <laughs> well, <laughs> it hasn't gotten better. I love but, your videos where you put on that hat and makeup, and you're like, like all the the Brenda videos. Yeah, I have a character that I do on Instagram named Brenda who says, "Hey y'all, it's me, Brenda." I'm just here with my husband, Tim. Because <laughs> I love that Southern women get very exasperated with their husbands. Totally. They're like, Tim, am I going to have to take care of these kids by myself? Are you just going to sit over there with your friends and watch me cook? Does Tim ever make an appearance? No. <laughs> He's I should w- be Tim one yeah, day. Really? <laughs> He's here. I'm just, just so it's fun. And then long. people, I just kind of put, I was bored on set one day where they had me dress in a very tight outfit. Yeah, they gave <gasps> you a blowout too. They gave me a blowout and I was bored and I just started doing this voice and I didn't even give the character a name. But everyone kept being like, where's Brenda? And I'm like, <laughs> or no, I, they, I didn't have the name yet. They were like, oh my God, that character. So it just kind of became a thing. And then now everyone's like, where's Brenda? Even in my other posts. Well, what's Brenda up to? I'm like, bitch, Jesus Christ. she's busy. Right. <laughs> have you ever heard of a comedian named Giannis Papas? Yeah. He, so he had a character. What was that? Marisa. Marisa. And he said once that when Marisa was like getting really popular, he would be at shows and people would be like, where's Marisa? <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, "Now I'm getting heckled uh-huh. because I'm not being the." He'd be like, "Well, okay, she's she's right here. Like it's still me." Yeah. And like people get mad at me because if I'm around, it means I'm not being Marisa, and then people will get pissed. I'm like, oh, my oh god. god, there's such a di- like some disconnect. Yeah, I'm running a very specific set right now because I'm working towards an hour special. Wow. Awesome! Congrats! Thanks. That's exciting. Congrats. Good for you. Um and uh, but it doesn't leave room for Brenda. Right. <laughs> some people are always <laughs> like, like "Well, what?" I just thought you were going to do Brenda at some point. You should do Brenda in your hour. That'd be funny. <laughs> Maybe, but I don't really. It, it's a very autobiographical set. It's right, all right. very like I was born this, this, this to now. So Where I don't. Where were you born? Uh, North Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. yeah. So the I South don't... man, it's such a different. Because I'm born in Chicago, mm-hmm. Boston, no Maine. Maine. But then my oh, mom your mom lives in Boston. Boston. Oh, okay. People uh, say when I do my mom sometimes after shows, they like, your mom's so funny. And I get frustrated because I'm like, I'm making it up. Like, <laughs> you're not making like, it all up. My mom's not, I'm not funny. I'm funny. I'm taking her what she's saying and like warping and be like, your mom should do comedy. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> what? God? And not to be like a Barbara Walters and stuff like that, but I truly am interested. Like yeah. how? Because I think anytime you're not like, I, you know, those cis straight white male. Yeah. But really, it, comedy doesn't really lend itself to a lot of queer people. So right. anytime sure. I find someone who's queer, a person of color, I, uh-huh. I always say like. What got you into comedy? You yeah. know what I mean? Because I feel like it could be a very boys club sometimes. Well, Barbara, 
What? I want to ask you. I'm, I should be doing Barbara Walters, but I'm doing Barbara from Shark Tank. Barbara. What got you into real estate? And I'm in. I uh, fell into it, honestly. I moved to L.A. to work for an actress as an assistant. How'd you get, how did you like get tipped on to want to do that? I, long story short, was the student speaker at my college graduation. Nice. And a uh, dork. I was a dork. Was it Pedagogy Kill It? It was awesome. Nice. It was great. It That was like where I learned I love speaking to audiences. Totally. And uh, the commencement speaker was an actress from who lived in L.A., was about to do CSI Miami. Awesome. And she's from North Carolina. We hit it off. Kept in touch. She just was kind of like, if you ever need anything, let me know. One thing led to another. I don't really know how still to this day, but somehow it came up to moved to LA to be her assistant. That's awesome. And that ended up happening. That's what brought me out here. And I just kind of treated it as like, oh, this will be a fun life experience. I had done theater in college, but I wasn't great at it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, it was because we did really weird, obscure plays that someone like me is not <laughs> good right. at. You gotta, it's so gendered too. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, can I, you know, and you're in the South. We're just like, can we just do like Steel Magnolias? Yeah. Come on. And he's like, no, we're gonna do, you know, and it's some Blood Brothers, crazy, the British play of the dead crazy twins. Crazy plays. So I didn't, right. I didn't really thrive there. So I think in the back of my head, I thought, oh, I'd love to perform one day, but who knows? And I wasn't great at it. So I came out here and worked for her for almost two years and just I had a really hard time making friends. So and and being in the South, you just you make friends everywhere you go. Making adult friends is fucking tough, too. Oh, it's so hard. It's so hard. Like, cause I was talking to somebody the other day. I was like, I have, like, three adult friends that are yeah. in entertainment. Like, yeah. And those, you know what I mean? Because it's not like you're, I'm from a really small town in Maine, so it's like, meet people that. Mm-hmm. College, meet people. But then when you, as you get older, yeah. if it's not through work, well, you can meet your adult That's friends. That's what Jax is going through here, because she it's moved hard. out here, you know, in her 30s to be with me. Right. So it's tough. But, a friend, because um, you got to make like a date and then put time in and get yeah. to know each other. It's like dating, but mm-hmm. as a friend, so it's and, like fucking... And in a big city like L.A. or New York, people are on their schedule, yeah. so it's like, how you do you... You have to really make an effort to right. be friends with somebody. So I just was like, God, I, I am so lonely. <laughs> I'm so lonely. So I joined the Groundlings. Uh, I started taking their fun classes, they called them, uh, to just be like, oh, improv seems cool. That's how they would market them, the fun classes? Yeah. Like, come on. Come. They know people in LA are sad. they were literally called fun class or something. <laughs> uh, and I took, like, the three of the fun classes and, like, fell in love with improv. I was like, oh, my God, this is, like, the greatest thing I've ever experienced in my life. And just, like, from there, joined the school, hit the ground running. And I... But I became very invested very quickly, and I was like, at the time, at the Groundlings, you couldn't perform there until you got to the Sunday Company, which mm. could be six years, you know? It was a very long wait times for classes. It's, dip- it's run different now, but back then it was very, like, prestigious. Like, we'll only let so many people in so many times, and um, I was like, well, how are we supposed to get better if we can't perform? Right. This seems ridiculous to me, so... 
I started my own sketch comedy group and improv group. Good oh for shit! You. Yeah, I just like from two different classes. I was like, well, I like this person, this person, and I like that guy, and then he's friends with this guy, and so I Justin Martindale was in my first oh, group. Love, I gotta call him because he just texted me. I gotta yeah, call him. he love him. He we met in 2005. So you're in touch with some of the people from those first groups. Yeah, yeah, and I just was like, hey, you guys are funny, and why don't we just start performing? And we just would like put on improv shows in the and like a bar on a Sunday afternoon, and friends would come and pay us five bucks or something, nice. and that led to us doing. We put on a bunch of sketch comedy shows. We would rent out theaters, but it really helped all of us. We did that for like I want to say four years. Oh wow! And getting starting that out in LA is. Absolutely. Someone said this to me this once when I moved to New York. They were like, you know, one third of Manhattan is trying to entertain the rest of Manhattan. Mm -hmm. And it's true with L.A., obviously, too, because then it's like when you're trying to develop like that, getting people to come out to stuff. Yeah. Like, if, like if you were in Maine, my town, and you were just starting out as a sketch group, mm -hmm. everyone would be coming to every show because there's nothing yeah, else going exactly. on. Exactly. Like it'd be we would have contour dances on Saturdays and the mm -hmm. whole town would go because there's yeah. nothing. So but in L.A., that's like they have so many options. Right. We were lucky. We had a, we started. um we all had started making friends with other people. We would perform at people's barbecues. We'd perform <laughs> at like charity events. We just like were really slutting ourselves out. But it that's what you have it to was do great. When you start out people's but, barbecues. Yeah, that's but, tough. But it like once I moved up the ladder of the Groundling School, I was so much more prepared because right. I'm like, oh, well, we've already been putting on shows and bars. Like you know, it doesn't get harder than that. Oh like God. I'm good. Those surprise shows where yeah. people are eating and all of a sudden comedy's <sighs> happening. Yeah. You're like, oh God. And, and then two years into the Groundlings, at 2007, I started stand up. Someone came to a sketch show. And they were like, D you obviously do stand-up, right? And I'm like, no, it seems very scary to me. And they were like, oh, no, you are a stand-up. I can tell you have a right. very specific yeah. voice. That's so interesting. And yeah. I was like, it's like oh, what does that mean? I know, I know what it means, but it's also what of that. Yeah, I was just like, okay. She was like, well, my friend does this class. Like, he teaches this class. Go to do that. And so she was very helpful and i so i took a class who was your teacher uh, a guy named adam barnhart he does uh like shows every sunday night at the belly room of the comedy store work did so, you take a class mateo no. i took a class as well i never yeah did. yeah i mean it, it the best part of the class is it just makes you do it totally right. 100 and then at the end of the six weeks you perform we performed in the belly room mm. so my very first show at stand-up was in the belly room of the comedy do store you remember your first joke Yes, it was about how much I hated strawberries. <laughs> you hate strawberries? I hate them. I love strawberries. The person yes. I went on the date with hates strawberries, Wait, too. do you like raspberries and blueberries? No, it's the seeds. It's the seeds. It's a weird... Huh. It's a what weird about, uh, so texture thing. Strawberry flavoring? I love it? strawberry flavoring. Okay, it's just the seed. What about other things with seeds in it? Like I can't kiwis? eat blackberries. I know. It makes me want to vomit. So you'll be like, ew, seeds. Yeah, if I get them in my mouth, I'm like, blah, 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 blah. Huh. Oh, oh my God, fascinating. I, know. I don't I mean, mind a seed at all. Trust me. It's, I, a, weird, it's weird. a weird texture. I've had it since I was little. And I would love, like, I love the look of strawberries. They look so Gorgeous. beautiful. Maybe you could get hypnotized Gorgeous. or something into yeah, not minding I'd love it. Yeah, I'd love to eat strawberries, but I can't get past the seeds. See, well, I, when I eat a cheeseburger, I just want bun, cheese, and meat. Yeah. I hate lettuce, onion, pickle, tomato. Yeah. Get away from it. Pickles are their own. Oh, I love a pickle. 
whoever's sitting in their own piss. Yeah. I'll drink the pickle I juice. To do with them. I'll, I'll drink the juice. Like pickles. I'll literally pickle drink piss. the juice. Well, my set was about how people can't believe I hate strawberries. I, I, <laughs> but you know. it makes that's a very controversial thing. But it is. Uh, you know, you just what was nice is that I was like on stage, like, oh, I really love this feeling. And then he did me a solid by telling me he would give me ten minutes every Sunday night. Oh, that's good. I, yeah. As a brand new comic, that's like that's unheard huge. of. Yeah, yeah. It's unheard of. So he's like, if you run the music for the show, you get ten minutes. And that's I, a great deal. So for an entire year, every Sunday, I got to do ten minutes. Oh that's my God, fucking that's amazing. Awesome. I interned for this guy, Andy Engel. Did you ever meet him? He runs a new no. talent. I used to help him make uh, do social media stuff, and then he would give me didn't give me such a good deal. Yeah, he would give me some <laughs> on time in his new talent nights. But his wife loved me because. He would usually have interns that were like kind of like hot looking girls. Uh And then I was interning for him. And I remember his wife being like, I love Emma. Like Emma should be here like all the time. Emma, Emma, Emma. And I was like, oh, his wife likes me. And then I met some of the other interns. And I was like, oh, I get why she fucking likes me. They were all like hot (laughs) girls. And Annie would be like, I mean, Emma's fine. Oh my God. But his wife was just like, Emma. I I do remember getting deals on. I got myself involved. When I started doing comedy, I just started drawing portraits of every comic. Oh, really? Because I was drawing full time. And so if I liked someone, I would draw portraits. Of them, it was like my way, and then I, I would get spots that way. Like, hey, if you draw a portrait of me, I'll give you a spot oh, here. Oh, that's cool. So I use my artwork to get me into shows, and yeah. I would draw posters for people. Totally. Um, you know, you when you start you a comedy, you, you do what you can. Make yourself yeah. an asset. Yeah, because you way. just want to be seen. Yeah. Right. I mean, Ten that's uh, you know, I used to have this joke where I came out and sing opera in my falsetto. Uh-huh. I'd be like, and then I'd go, that's how I came out to my dad. But <laughs> I obviously don't do that much singing anymore. But uh-huh. when I first came out, it was I almost I likened it to Mariah Carey high notes. Mm-hmm. Completely unnecessary. But when she did them, it made her stick out. Yeah. Sure. So people were like, what's this crazy thing? And then you get invested. Yeah. So I just started using my high notes and singing and drawing just so I could get For sure. Noticed. Totally. I and just that, wanted to get noticed. And that's how I first heard of you. I'm like, they're like, you know, Mateo who sings opera. I was like, huh? Huh? And that, but that was, it did work. Yeah. I remember the first time I did that joke. So in New York, you know, you, it's so, the open mic scene is just, it's so overwhelming. And I remember the first time, at the time, the coolest place to perform at for open mics was Friday night at the Creek Creek in the the Cave. cave, Yeah. And I remember I was like, a month into New York and I was doing open mics every night but hadn't quite made I hadn't popped or anything yeah. but I, I had that joke and mm-hmm. so I got called up in the first group which is like very rare Okay. so I walk up there and there's it's rigged right so it it's means always like rigged. it's like a knot I never did the mic there. I would always do the mic Loved in a different it. space but that it would be like it's like a bucket but really if you get called in the first group it's their way it's of because being they're like right, your friends they're hooking and they it up hook, oh, yeah. okay. and so I go up there and I was like I'm just gonna do this joke so I remember I, I, I remember it vividly specifically Allison Leiby and there was like, you know, 70 comics. And I walk up and I just start going, Oh, mio bambino caro. And I mean, silence. Everyone just stared because I think they thought, like, this guy's He's lost. confused. Yeah. He's completely <laughs> wrong lost. Mic, wrong mic. And then I finish, I go, That's a true story of how I came out to my dad. Huge laughter. That's and awesome. I, that's it was great. The, oh, it's the best feeling in the world. Better than a yeah. late night so set, better short. than Netflix. Yeah. That feeling of like, People Boom. noticing uh-huh. you, and from then on, I started to yeah, like. What an intro! Yeah. Oh, you did that opera joke, and oh, that, that, that you yeah, know. Yeah, that's awesome. Because the intro is always the biggest motherfucker. I'm I think. still intimidated by the New York comedy scene. Tell me why. I've but, never. I've only done. I've like never, she would kill it. I've never even done in the cellar. I've. Oh, I went in for the it's first great, time. But it's still comedy, just anywhere. It's just you, you, because you've already accomplished something that 
most people that are like entrenched in New York comedy scene would even strive to. We will both to. go to SD so together they should and be tell so her lucky. because you should be working. I would, seller is amazing. I would only want to go when you guys were there. Or the were seller, there all the time. The seller is really. I, they awesome. were very nice. I I had never actually been. I mean, I've performed in New York plenty of places, but I've, for some reason I've never done the cellar. And uh, I went. I think it was this past year. We I was doing something in New York, and we were like, my, Jackson and I were like, let's go. We should go. And I, you know, I walked in, and I was just like, oh god, I don't. You know, you that know, table is intimidating. Here's what it is: is you but get so I mean, beat. Keith it, Robinson. It's all people yeah. you know, but him. it gets so beaten in your head. So many things about comedy just get so. I'll find for my gets so beaten into your head that then even if you like move past something, mm-hmm. it's still like I remember right when I got back from the, when I after I did New Face, I was like upset that I wasn't doing an open mic like that night. Yeah. Or I was upset when I wasn't like doing as many open mics, but I couldn't because I was couldn't physically because I was the amount of shows. So yeah. it's like each time you like it still feels intimidating because even it's like it just People gets so branded so in your yeah. head. <clears throat> but, yeah. Uh, fortune they would I wouldn't, love I wouldn't be intimidating place. going on stage and performing just the oh the, the table's you know the what nicest. I mean? No, Ryan Hamilton saw me and he came love he Ryan. came over. He was so lovely. He was like, "Hey, like are cuz we were kind of in between show. We were like, we just want to see a show." He took the one was sold out downstairs. He took me to the other one, but then he ended up being able to get us into the yeah, original put in the one. Sure. So we went down there. He was so nice, and we watched the show. And I just was really happy. I I wasn't trying to. I didn't want to perform. I was just like, I just want to watch. It's fun. I love watching shows sometimes. Yeah. And Judah came up to me, and he uh free freelancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he was like, Hey, what? You, I said, What are you doing? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm just watching the show. He's like, Well, do you want me to like ask someone if you can perform? I'm like, No, no, I promise, I'm fine. Like everyone was very nice. When are you back in New York? And, uh, I don't what know, are you doing? but I'll let you know next time. Please, I'll I will. You know. I will walk up to SC. They were, and know. but they were very sweet. The club like gave Jack. They were like comped our bill. They were very, very nice. Yeah, it's I, extremely kind. I just wasn't yeah. going. <clears throat> I wanted to go there legitimately to support to watch. I wasn't trying to get stage. Do you like time. the vibe? Because the comedy store and the comedy store like. I've been to the, I performed there once at the comedy store, but I don't know the the vibe at the comedy store, mm-hmm. so I feel so uncomfortable when I'm there. Right. I'm sure I'm I know I'm sure anywhere that's not your home club is a little cuz the comedy store is the very clicky can be very clicky, you know, and, and if you don't know people there. And it's all there each one is like its own culture. Yeah. Like everyone's yeah. everything's got like such a it's thing. It's so cool. It's yeah. in LA. It's like, you know, it's like I don't know how to And I'm sure if I went there people would know yeah. who I am, but I I don't so it's, I get so it's whatever you're not used to, yeah. probably. Right. Is a but I can like, imagine now walking to the cell and that, t- <laughs> <laughs> that table. You but, know what I mean? It's depending yeah. on the, like Bobby <laughs> Kelly sitting there with. But the Keith second Robinson you're doing it, you're going to be like, oh, it, then yeah. it's just like. I'm sure. I just was like, at first, because we did, had never been there, we didn't know how it worked. Oh my God, you we, were kill. Like, we were just like, we were like, oh. Please but. promise me <clears throat> next time I'll bring you in. We'll get okay. dinner there. I'll tell Esty and Gnome. And I mean, Ryan would, Judah, everybody would be like, P- she's got to go on. Well, I'll, I appreciate Esty that. Esty would love you. <laughs> it's You're fun. so funny. Thank you. It's, yeah. And I, the, uh, yeah, this, this, <laughs> Ryan Hamilton, by the way, is maybe my favorite person on the face He's of the planet. So He's nice. so nice. He's great. So nice. We did Last Comics Standing together. I th- yeah. Uh, 2010. And I don't know him well, but he's always been so nice. Oh, so nice. And secretly, 
like like we were watching the Super Bowl together, uh-huh. and everyone's you know ripping the halftime apart. He had the best jokes, really. He had the best He's like witty, a like sharp, sharp. Just from observing the Super Bowl, yes, yeah. Huh? Know, everyone's coming with their like with what the kind best. of jokes, like snappy. Every, everyone's saying like you know the, the halftime show and this and that, and Ryan just goes, the most talented person on that stage was the tattoo artist. Mm. <laughs> I mean, like Adam so, yeah, it's so funny, like that perspective yeah. of it. Yeah, he's a good guy. He likes well, to talk. Does is he? like to talk shit? No, not really talk oh, shit, yeah. but just like, you know, comics sit together and you're talking right. about something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's like a, like an angel. He's well, an angel baby. I think we have to wrap it up. Oh, well, thank you wrap, so much. Where wrap, can people find up. your podcast <clears throat> and everything me. you got going on? Uh, my podcast is called Sincerely Fortune. It's once a, every Tuesday. I talk about like a specific topic that some are serious and some are like more frivolous, but I just wanted to have a platform to just be like, oh, this thing is interesting to me. Totally. And we dig into it. And it's you and Jax doing and, it? Me and Jax. Sometimes I interview. Tell her I say hi, by the I way. I will. And then I'm on tour right now. I'm doing a ton of tour dates because I'm trying to work towards this hour special. Totally. So I'm coming to like, well, I'm doing a show in LA at the Improv in June. Denver, Minneapolis, Buffalo, Portland, Oregon, all those places. Oh, I'm doing Prides too. They're gay... Lots of gay listeners. I'm yes, doing Philly, Pride in... Philly Pride and Fayetteville, Arkansas Pride in June. I'm doing very important. Seattle Pride. And, Which nice. And James Seattle Town, Pride will be fun. Oh, yeah, Jamestown, Seattle. New York. Yeah, Seattle Pride. Seattle Pride will be great. Yeah, Seattle me and Sabrina Pride's Jalees, and I think Patty. I don't. Is Patty doing a show? I, she's I think I did a... Seattle Pride last year. Is it fun? It's very fun. I love Seattle. Yeah, it's I've never been city. to Seattle. Oh, it's fabulous. Yeah, that's I've never. Been a do you do a lot of pride shows? Not really. I did New York Pride, yeah, uh, with Ashanti. Oh, I think I'm co- I, I probably won't perform, but I think I am going to come to New York Pride. Oh, let me know. It's my um, birthday, June 28th, yeah, because mm-hmm. we're because it's, it's, t- it's oh, no, big, I'm in town. That's the, the weekend 50th, I'm in town. Uh, Stonewall. So oh, that's I'm, cool. It's like a big weekend. The New York Pride was, I don't love like going to Pride because it's just like so much, yeah, it's a lot. One year they had me judge the race. And that was just ridiculous <laughs> because they would have people come and then like dancing and then I was supposed to judge which floats were the best. Oh, really? And it was me and like a local politician and then I brought this Y'all had very similar perspectives, I'm sure. And also, <laughs> no one really knew, no one knew who any of us were so they're like, and here are the judges and then people were like, who? Oh. And my, I brought my friend Gail with me. And yeah, people oh, be, you have a Gail. I got a Gail and people would be like, Gail who's is. that? And Gail would be like, she's getting famous! I'm like, alright, Gail, okay, okay. Because they'd be like, who, who, who? Gail who? came to my... Uh, Seth Stephen uh, Colbert taping, yeah. and she was big personality, top top row, wearing a neon green shirt, and yeah, buddy. she was like, yeah, I'm <laughs> I, I talked about her on my Netflix, and when I we did the Netflix 15, but I yeah. changed her name to Tina. But it's so it's Gail. obviously Gail, right. and she's seen me do the joke. I asked her if it was okay when I did it before, I, and I was like, "Is this okay with you? I'm not trying to make fun of you." That actually, yeah, yeah, buddy, I like it. Change it to Tina. After she saw it, she texted me. She's like, "Dude." Martina, right? I'm like, yeah, Gail. Like that was. <laughs> I asked Obviously, you about Gail. it before we. Before... Oh, Gail. Oh, Gail. Well, thank you for thank coming you so much. You really guys. appreciate it. And check out her f- podcast and website. Thank you. Of course. Bye.